At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game here on a midweek on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander, Jason Kahn, producer number seven. Fired up this morning, Jason Kahn is. Uh, so, uh, again, uh, as we as we uh, said for everyone yesterday, and something that means absolutely nothing, we have producer number five, producer number seven. Five plus seven equals 12. That's Aaron Rodgers' number. He's playing for the Green Bay Packers this year. It has absolutely nothing to do with anything other than the fact that Aaron Rodgers is back. Let's see who's on the show today. Uh, Eric Eager is going to be with us in five minutes talking about Aaron Rodgers returning to the Green Bay Packers and looking at the NFC North since we're uh, we're into the NFC North part of our NFL preview. Tomorrow will be the NFC South. Uh, so we're almost at the finish line with all eight divisions. But Eric Eager with us in five minutes on the NFC North. Josh Towers. Josh Towers was on with Adam Candy and, and Danielle Avari and I last night on primetime action and had a had an intriguing take on the NL Cy Young. So we're going to get Josh to talk about the NL Cy Young race, where Jacob DeGrom is a huge favorite right now. Uh, you're laying $12, even though DeGrom hasn't pitched in two and a half weeks now, uh, to win the NL Cy Young. But we'll get Josh's thoughts on that. We'll do the tease right now. Jacob DeGrom's not his pick right now if he doesn't throw another inning this year. Wes Reynolds will be with us to break down Olympic golf at 11.05. And then Tim Murray, the host of the Nightcap, uh, getting up early with us to discuss some NBA draft props at 11.45. But let, let, let's hop right in with the news of the day for what is the best sport now in the Olympics. 
Three-on-three basketball, no. Uh, We do have gold medals uh, set out there. The Americans, uh, led by Kelsey Plum, uh, of course, the uh, Las Vegas ace uh, in the WNBA. Uh, Team USA winning gold in the Olympic three-by-three basketball. The the very peculiar event, uh, I I will say. Uh, Team USA was a betting favorite pre-tournament, as high as minus 350 at the beginning of the quarterfinals. But Team USA gets it done, and the Latvians... No, Chris Stops did not play for the Latvians in the three by three basketball, uh, beating the uh, Russian athletes in uh, the final for the gold. So uh, those are handed out today. But Team USA, in the traditional sense, guys, played Iran early this morning on the East Coast, uh, late night here out west. And, uh, you know, sometimes when the talent mismatch is just as large as it is on paper, and it's 42 at, 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 at post time, and it's like, well, Team USA's looked horrible this whole, this whole run up to this game. Like, how are they going to win by more than 42? Well, they won by 54. <laughs> 120 to 66. Team USA hammers Iran uh, uh, early this morning on the East Coast, uh, late last night here on the West Coast. Damian Lillard led the way 21 points for the Portland Trailblazer. And look, this result does nothing to me to change what my outlook for Team USA is. Sure, you cover against probably the worst team in the field here in Iran. What it does do is in this game that's coming up uh, two days from now in the final day of group stage, which, by the way, with this blowout victory, Team USA is going to advance out of the group stage regardless of what happens against the Czech Republic. But the Czech Republic is up next. And I'm really intrigued to see where the line comes in here for this USA-Czech Republic game. My anticipation is the USA will probably be about 28-and-a-half, 27-and-a-half against the Czechs, who did not look good today against Team France. Uh, 97-77, France just wrapped up the victory, uh, covering uh, all numbers. Eight-and-a-half was the primary number that you saw on Team France today. But, look, uh, in the end here for Team USA, there's still the heavy favorites to win gold, and... Look, uh, even though I, I would be looking elsewhere, the numbers are too short right now on Australia and Slovenia. Slovenia will play tonight at 12.40 a.m. Eastern time against Japan, and we'll get to get another another fun Luka Doncic uh, outing uh, as, again, Luka's uh, second-highest Olympic single-game total of points in a game with 49 against uh, in the first game against Argentina, which was a 120-100 beatdown in favor of Slovenia. Uh, but again, intriguing stuff from Team USA last night. Just think, again, blowing the doors off a team they're supposed to blow the doors off of uh, from uh, Team Iran, the opponent last night. 120-266, the final score for that one last night. Team USA covering all numbers at 42 was the number for uh, that one on the closer for Team USA over Iran. It is a numbers game here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jeff Parles. We'll have Eric Eager in a few moments here. Uh, uh, so uh, we'll be talking NFC North as the Packers, of course, get Aaron Rodgers back. And we do have Eric Eager right now with us, of course. Eric over at Pro Football Focus on the tweets at PFF underscore Eric. Eric, let, let's just dive right in. Aaron Rodgers, he's playing. We just went through a whole song and dance for absolutely nothing here. Uh, but but it, now that we know he's in, Eric, 
the Packers, of course, the defending one seed, uh, really two plays away from being in the Super Bowl a year ago uh, in that NFC title game against uh, against Tampa. But, Eric, what are your prospects for Green Bay now? Now that we know Aaron Rodgers is returning, and also to uh, a quick transaction that just went down, Randall Cobb reuniting with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay coming over from Houston. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, their win total right now about 10, juice to the over. Uh, I kind of like I, I kind of like over on that just because when you look at the NFC as a whole, there's not a ton of brilliance there. Um, there are two teams right now, if you look at like Pinnacle, that have better Super Bowl odds uh, in Tampa Bay and San Francisco, weirdly. Um, but I think when you look at that division, Detroit is not going to necessarily be uh, a – um, a powerhouse they're not gonna I don't think contend you, Justin Fields I think it, it has some you know uh, long tail sort of uh, possibilities there where, where he can be very good um, but uh, aside from that I mean it, it's a pretty good path for them and you know even when uh, it was it looked like they were going to retire um, the the Vikings really I mean their win total is about nine uh, and they weren't anything more than plus 125 showing sort of like the uh, you know, sort of flatness after Green Bay. And and Eric, just looking at the Packers, uh, again, it, there's some books that still don't have numbers up on Green Bay right now, which is a little bit surprising to me. Uh, but the predominant number to win the division out there is about minus 140. Uh, BetMGM is a little bit higher at minus 165. Uh, what, what would be the breaking point for you to lay a price on Green Bay uh, to win this division? I, I, I would be willing to go upwards of about $1.40 here, $1.45 on the Packers. I mean, it was 125 and minus 125, and we didn't know that Rodgers was coming back. I mean, right. I I would say, you know, early on in the process, you were laying almost two, minus 200. Um, let me look at what my numbers say. I actually, I mean, I really like them. Uh, to, you know, to win the division here, um, I, I think I have them right around um, division title. Yeah, so we have them about minus 200 to win the division. Uh, you know, sort of fair price. Again, we're a little lower on Minnesota. We don't think Minnesota is like that uh, anti-fragile. Um, and so as such, like Detroit's not going to contend this year. So to me, it's a clear path for them. I mean, there are some things. I mean, LaFleur is a great head coach. I think Rodgers gets along with him. I think Rodgers angst is like singularly focused, which um, I think should curb a little bit of the risk associated with, with him. But yeah, I mean, Green Bay to me, I mean, I, if you gave me minus 150, I'd take it right now, especially if you were one of those people that took some of the higher prices with, you know, Chicago and Minnesota to win the division when it was unclear, you can come back over the top, I think, on Green Bay uh, and and hedge a little bit here now that they're, they're probably not going to be all the way out to minus 200 after the, the markets reopen. I agree agree with you there, uh, Eric. And again, there's been some markets that re have emerged, and uh, there is an even even an even money on Green Bay to win the division out here in Vegas that uh, that I could not pass up and took yesterday uh, while I was just sitting out there for me. Uh, Eric Eager with us right now at Pro Football Focus. Aaron Rodgers, uh, if you uh, if you've been under a rock the last forty eight hours, Aaron Rodgers returning. Really like he never left from Green Bay. Just a lot of noise this offseason for Rodgers. And we look at the defending MVP here, Eric. Uh, the Just looking at his props that have been out in the market, one that stood out to me, and for someone who has the best interception rate in the history of the league, eight and a half was the number on his interceptions, Eric. Yeah. How do you not bet that under, even with the extra game uh, this year with going to 17? 
Yeah, I mean, unders are probably going to be a lot more of a value. I think at other positions this year, especially because I do think you're going to see skill position players, you know, take time off more than normal. I think for quarterbacks, they're probably going to start all 17 games that are healthy. But Rodgers here, we have him at 7.7 interceptions. So I do think that that is a good value, especially, obviously, we, we've seen him not play a full season before. Um, we've seen him, you know, uh, they have, they, they've sat him at times before. And again, if they're a minus 200 proposition to win the division, there's a chance that he might even sit week 18 um, with that, with them having a chance to win the division. Erica, let's, let's move on to the other teams in the division here. And you've mentioned that uh, you and, and, and uh, the folks over at pro football focus, not entirely high on the Vikings, the uh, the offense, there aren't that many questions other than uh, how effective will Kirk Cousins be, even though I think that question should be uh, fading away as time goes along. You know, you have an elite one-two punch on the outside with Thielen and Jefferson. You have a great running back in Dalvin Cook. But, Eric, that defense, even with the additions that included Patrick Peterson and Dalvin Tomlinson this offseason, I don't think they did enough to truly improve that defense to bring them back into an area where they can realistically compete with Green Bay or re- even realistically compete with teams that are in the wild card race this year. I mean, you and I are sort of thinking similarly. I mean, when you when you think about the fact that over the last two seasons, they've gotten career years out of Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook, and then last season they had a historically good rookie year out of uh, uh, Jefferson, Justin Jefferson. Like, when, when everybody th- sort of thinks about their favorite team, They'll generally speaking, uh, you know, sort of like they'll say, okay, we fixed all the things that were bad. And and they forget to realize that the fixing of the things that were bad have to cover the spread of the regression in the things that were great. And, and, you know, when the Vikings signed Kirk Cousins in 2018, they sort of didn't think that either, right? Like they said, okay, our defense is going to stay best in the league and we're going to fix the quarterback position while in the defense has eroded over time in many, many cases because of Cousins' contract. Um, and, and they're sort of trying to do this again in reverse. And it's like, well, what happens if Cousins goes from, let's say, the eighth, mo- sixth, seventh, or eighth most efficient quarterback in the NFL to 12th? Is, are, is Patrick Peterson at his age enough to overcome that? My answer is no. Um, I do think Zimmer's on the hot seat, so you might see some desperation from a defensive play caller standpoint, and that is where he's at his best. But I, I don't think that's enough uh, for me to be comfortable about going over for them. It's not. It doesn't make me comfortable for me for them in the sort of playoff market at all. So I, I like I like fading Minnesota this year. Um, if you got them early in the summer when they were like plus 500 to win in the division, good for you. Those are good prices, but right now they're certainly overvalued in the betting market. Minnesota right now, win total of nine at BetMGM, the uh, the shade to the over at minus 125, so you're getting a plus price back if you want to bet on the Vikings to go under nine wins, which would mean an under 500 season for Minnesota to miss the playoffs, Eric, at minus 135 on Minnesota, plus 115 on the other side. Eric Eager with us right now here on a numbers game. Of course, Eric with Pro Football Focus on the tweets at PFF underscore Eric. Let's go to Chicago. Eric, if Justin Fields was starting right out of the gate, I'd look at the Chicago team differently, but it does feel like Andy Dalton, we know Andy Dalton's going to start early. And knowing the past history of that coaching staff, it feels like it'll be one of those scenarios until it is truly obvious that Andy Dalton can't play, which to me, it should be pretty early um, that uh, that they will go to fields. But 
What do you see with the Bears, assuming that Dalton is left in a few weeks too long, and how much would it change if Fields actually was the starter from the get-go? Yeah, we have Chicago at about 7.6 wins, which I think would put them on the over in the current market. Mm -hmm. I I can't remember the price. Um, but if you look at, um, you know, the, the tricky thing is, is I don't want to like overfit to what Matt Nagy did with Alex Smith and, and Mahomes because Alex Smith was the incumbent starter. He had just taken the Chiefs to a 12 and four season with the two seed in the AFC. Like, I think that was a singular situation. Um, you know, Dalton's a new player for the Bears. He's not established there. He's not nearly as good, in, in my opinion as Alex was, Alex played, you know, he he led the league in passing that year. Uh, And so it was sort of like natural to keep him in there for as long as they did. I I think they're going to have a quicker leash. And and I think the fact that, you know, unlike the Chiefs in 2017, like Nagy and and Pace don't have all day, they could certainly be one and done here, much like John Fox was with the Trubisky uh, draft pick. So I think, you know, they have to probably put the pedal to the metal right away. I don't know if he starts week one, but if he starts week one, you look at some of the games, like Chicago has Minnesota twice in the second half of the season. Um, you know, a lot of their impact games are when Fields is probably going to play. And I think if he does, like Chicago can compete for eight, nine wins. Uh, and, and, and you know, I don't necessarily know if I like their outlook more than Minnesota's, but I think if you put Fields in there, I think that they will easily compete for the second spot in that division and possibly another playoff berth. Oh, and, and Eric, of course, last year, this team was really not good at all, and they found a way to sneak in at 500. And and look, you're right. Just looking at this schedule, uh, especially after the bye, uh, which would be week 10. And again, if we don't see Justin Fields till week 11, I think something has gone a, a little amiss with the calculation from uh, Nagy and company. But Look, they had, like you said, the high leverage games. Minnesota twice in the last four weeks. Green Bay at the end. Uh, Seattle as well. Man, that schedule after the bye is pretty brutal, actually, for the Bears. But look, a, a team that made the playoffs last year and and an NFC, at least at the bottom of that playoff chase, Eric, uh, is pretty wide open to keep the Bears at least alive. And, of course, you said uh, you had a, the Bears at seven and a half wins, which is right on the win total, Eric. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think you make a great point about the NFC and one of the reasons that if you are a Vikings or Bears fan, you have some optimism because, you know, this isn't the AFC, right? The AFC, you had the three, four teams competing around 11 wins last year for the last three or four spots. Um, in the NFC, you know, the, the Rams, I think a lot of people like the Rams. I'm a little bit lower on them. Uh, 49ers are the same. I mean, they might start a rookie quarterback, so, and they're considered either the second or third uh, most likely team in the NFC to win the Super Bowl. Aside from Tampa Bay and Green Bay, there's not a ton of teams that you can sort of like guarantee brilliance out of, and I think that that lifts the tide of, of teams like Arizona, like Chicago, like uh, Minnesota, um, at least in the with respect to making the playoffs, which, which I think is the goal for some of these lower, sort of lower-tier teams here. Eric, let's go to the bottom of the division, and there may be kneecaps getting bit off in Detroit, but there doesn't look like there's going to be many wins for Dan Campbell's squad this year. Jared Goff, of course, now playing quarterback there with the big Stafford for Goff swap. Uh, Look, the big question more than anything, Eric, is you look at that offense, especially the pass catchers. Jared Goff goes from one of the better receiving cores to whatever this is in Detroit. I don't know how this is going to end positively for Goff. And even though it's a super low win total at five, I don't know how Detroit even gets the five to even make that a push, Eric. 
Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be tough. And I, I've heard that Goff is, has not looked good in, in, in camp. I mean, the, the fact matter, or, you know, pre, uh, mini camps and stuff like that. Like Tyrell Williams is a former 1000 yard receiver, Bashad Perriman, Brett Perriman, former lions receiver son uh, is a former first round pick. They have some, they have TJ Hawkinson, who's top 10 pick. Like there are situations where this can be good, but in Anthony Lynn's history, he's more or less won the football a lot as a coordinator. And I think that that's what Detroit's going to do. The problem is I just don't think they have the defense to pair with that sort of approach. And so it's going to be a long year. Uh, they went with Panay Stool in the draft instead of sort of playmakers, which I think means that they're they're sort of looking at the, this from the long haul, which I think is good from a team-building perspective. But if you're a better on Detroit, not good with their win total. And, and not only that, Eric, one thing with the Lions' schedule this year, too, that's a pretty bad break for them – you look at games that you could possibly pick off here for Detroit. Other than Philadelphia and Cincinnati, which they are, are two bad teams they get at home, the home schedule is pretty brutal for the most part. You get San Francisco in a cross game week one. That's a game they're already a seven-point home dog. You get the you get the Ravens at home. It just when you're looking at bad teams and looking for games that you can pick off to get to even a low win total. When you're going to be when they're going to be favored in maybe one or two games the whole season, it's hard to even think about anything other than the under here. Yeah, and and, and it's a low under, right? Like we don't see that many below five even in the sixteen game season. So um, that's why maybe you might lay off just because if they do have a good season, your bet is toast. But but you certainly, I, I it's just hard for me to envision them. You know, they've been something like twenty to one to win the division. I don't think you can even take a shot at that. Um, but again, I I like them. Possibly long-term, I'd have to look at sort of what their process is like this year, but they're certainly looking like they're going to set themselves up for a quarterback in round one uh, in, in the near future. Eric, we have about uh, about a minute here. Just uh, going through this division, is there a player that you're targeting for either, again, uh, for your player props for this year or uh, for fantasy leagues, which, of course, uh, those drafts are coming sooner rather than later? Uh, yeah, I think DeAndre Swift will have a good year with Detroit. I mean, the issue is going to be, you know, whether they're they're going to have enough leads in games for him to run the football, but I do think he's going to catch a lot of balls out of the backfield. I think Goff is going to try to, you know, sort of uh, be very limited, um, you know, with downfield interceptions. Um, so, yeah, that that's... You know, I, 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 I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty big believer in him longer term. I think on Minnesota side, you got to kind of fade everybody on that. You know, in Minnesota, as I said, they, they had a really, you know, that last year was their pop up year offensively. I think they regressed a little bit this year. Green Bay, you know, Adams is a clear choice. Um, but, uh, you know, for me, the one player that I'm betting on overs is a guy that just left this division for the New York Giants, Kenny Galladay. I really do think he's going to be the playmaker in New York, and I think Daniel Jones, desperate to keep his job, is going to pump him targets. All right, so look look for Galladay numbers. Uh, Galladay right now uh, at 1,000 and a half uh, in most spots on his receiving total for this season. He's Eric Eager. Get him on the tweets at PFF underscore Eric. And, of course, uh, check out his great work at Pro Football Focus. Eric, thank you for being with us this morning. Hey, thanks for having me. Take care. Of course, absolutely. When we get back, we're going to work our way from the bottom to the top here in the NFC North today. So we're going to start in the Motor City. What's my outlook for the Detroit Lions? It's not good. That's that's all I have to say. We'll break down the Lions next here on a numbers game on VSIM, the Sports Betting Network.
1-800-636-8365. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. With football season just around the corner, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports in Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports wagers from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Big thanks to Eric Eager for being with us here this morning. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander on a numbers game. We're going to continue our NFC North preview. We're going from the bottom to the top here. We're going to start with the Detroit Lions. And here's a reason that the Detroit Lions fit into one of the shorter segments of the day here on the program. As you know, Dan Campbell now the head coach. We saw Dan Campbell as an interim in Miami almost uh, over a half decade ago now. Of course, Joe was when uh, Joe Philbin uh, was fired midseason. He was the interim coach in 2015 for Miami. Actually, was all right in 12 games as the interim head coach. Went 5-12 for a team that was off to a miserable start that year. 
uh, starting 0-4 before Philbin was fired. But this is a little bit of a different animal here going to Detroit, a team in complete rebuild mode. Uh, Matthew Stafford era done after 11 seasons where, look, Detroit did not win a playoff game during the Matthew Stafford era. They at least made the playoffs multiple times. And quite frankly, they're one right call away in Dallas from winning a playoff game in the Jim Schwartz era uh, back uh, in uh, 2010. Uh, But looking at this roster this year, (laughs) Jared Goff, now your quarterback in Detroit. After an era of Stafford where, again, we are not certain how good Matthew Stafford is. We think Matthew Stafford is going to be a market improvement over Jared Goff in L.A., which means coming back the other way with a weaker roster, Jared Goff's going to have his struggles. And you look at this wide receiving core. Tyrell Williams, who missed all last year with an injury. Rashad Perriman, who struggled to stay, stay healthy last year and has had health issues through his career. Khalif Raymond is listed right now as the number three wide receiver as a slot guy. Khalif Raymond's a kick returner. You have Amon Ross St. Brown, who out of uh, US, USC, who I think actually could be a pretty good player, but it is a, he is a rookie. Uh, Quintez Cephas, who we saw last year for this team, uh, not really an NFL wide receiver. They do have TJ Hawkinson, who from a fantasy perspective has been a little bit disappointing in his career. Probably going to end up being the most reliable guy for Jared Goff. They do have a pretty reasonable running back core. I like DeAndre Swift. Jamal Williams now uh, goes from Green Bay to Detroit. But this offense just has no talent around Jared Goff. And if you're asking Goff to produce on an offense with, let's face it, a bunch of number three wide receivers, and that might, be in, that might be kind to a few of the wide receivers on this team. How are they scoring? And for a defense that we saw last year, that defense had some outings that were just truly embarrassing. Now, how much of that was because they had a head coach who was completely and utterly clueless in Matt Patricia? Maybe a little bit. But this is just a bad roster. Clearly the fourth team in this division. And... This may be one and done for Jared Goff, just depending on how bad Detroit is. Now, you're talking in a season where you have a team that I legitimately have winning one game in Houston. Are they going to be bad enough to be worse than Houston? And Deshaun Watson is practicing right now for the Texans, so maybe he does actually play, and that changes the calculus a little bit. Detroit's win total is five. They're six to one to make the playoffs. They're 25 to one to win the division. Don't take any of those plus numbers. The only bet here is the under five. Their schedule is extraordinarily brutal. Opening the season with the 49ers at home. They're a seven and a half point underdog. But we go with under five. Jared Goff's going to struggle. The defense is going to be horrible. Anthony Lynn is the offensive coordinator there. And that doesn't doesn't spell anything positive for me. And look, even though Dan Campbell did a pretty good job as an interim head coach in Miami... When you're the true head guy and it's your job, it's a different animal. And this team is not good enough. And this is going to take a few years for the Lions to get good. I have them at 2-15. and 15. They win two home games. That's it. But that's still not good enough to win the first overall pick and get whatever quarterback you would like. When we get back, we're going to look at a playoff team from last year, the Chicago Bears. When will we see Justin Fields? 
We discuss next on a numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. to a numbers game with Gil Alexander. The VEASAN betting guides are coming soon, and there's no better way to prepare for the college and pro seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide's only $20, and discounts are available when you buy both. Now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It is a numbers game here on VEASAN. I'm Jeff Parles. Josh Towers is with us in 10 minutes. He's going to have to defend his take on Jacob DeGrom. If he doesn't throw another pitch this year, that he doesn't win the Cy Young and the person who he says might have a shot surprised me. So we'll talk with Towers in 10 minutes on that. Uh, but now coming up here on the show, we're talking water polo. No, we're, we're not going to do that. Sorry. Uh, we, we can't can't talk about Team uh, Team USA's dominance in the women's water polo as much as I like to because we have football to talk about. The Hall of Fame game's a week from tomorrow. And uh, the Chicago Bears, the teams that's been around the longest in this league, up next here on our NFC North preview, the Bears last year, 8-8. Eight and eight, They got to the playoffs. Mitchell Trubisky won the MVP of the Nickelodeon game, whatever that award was last year. Even though uh, that game did not end well for Chicago against New Orleans in the wild card weekend. Uh, Bears right now, 5-1 uh, to one to win the division at Ben MGM. Uh, Super Bowl odds at 66-1. to one. Of course, Mitchell Trubisky is a Buffalo Bill now. Andy Dalton is the current number one quarterback for the Bears. And uh, Justin Fields, uh, probably the best move Ryan Pace has made as the GM for the Bears, even better than the Khalil Mack deal, was trading up for Justin Fields. And the Bears, at least to me, have their quarterback in place long term. Now he's not going to start more than likely week one. Uh, the Bears with a win total of seven and a half. And, of course, open the season with a very difficult game at SoFi Stadium against the Rams, who yesterday I said I, I like to be in the Super Bowl, uh, you look at this schedule for Chicago with a win total of seven and a half. And let's look at the path to the over here. The beginning portion of the schedule, the first six weeks, there are three games that I think Chicago will lose. And there are three games in that first six week stretch that if Chicago is going to go over, they have to get. They're going to lose week one at the Rams. They're going to lose week three at Cleveland. They're going to lose at home to Green Bay week six. The other three games, Cincinnati in the home opener, the Andy Dalton Bowl right out of the gate in week two against the Bengals at home. Uh, the Lions, who we talked about in the last segment, week four, I have the Lions at two and 15. So this is a game you got to get if you're Chicago. And then the Raiders here in Vegas, uh, look, as we talked about last week, I'm not high on the Raiders. I, I just don't think they're really all that good. That defense is horrible. John Gruden, uh, it's been a, a big disappointment, and that continues this year for the Raiders. The big question mark here for the Bears is when do we see Justin Fields? If we see Justin Fields sooner rather than later, a few of those games that you see in the schedule, especially in the middle portion of the season, where they have a really difficult, starting with that Packer game in Week 6, you have a very difficult five-game stretch with the bye week mixed in in Week 10. 
On the road to Tampa, remember the Bears beat Tampa Bay last year on a Thursday night in a game that Tom Brady didn't know what down it was. The 49ers, who we expect to improve and be a playoff team, and in a primetime game in Pittsburgh, where if that game was in Chicago, I'd like the Bears to win that game. And then Baltimore, Week 11, uh, right out of that. And then the schedule softens at least for one game before getting difficult again. The big problem for Chicago with making the playoffs again or going over that win total is this schedule, other than bits and pieces of it where it's extraordinarily soft, is really difficult. And I don't think we're going to see Justin Fields for a lot longer than we should. It would not shock me that Justin Fields makes his debut in week 11. And if that's the case, the Bears are probably going three and six in those first nine games and having no chance at the playoffs or a very limited chance at the playoffs because that back end of the schedule is so difficult with road games at Green Bay on a Sunday night, at Seattle, playing in Minnesota, playing Minnesota actually twice. All three divisional road games actually come after the bye week for the Chicago Bears. So that's going to make it difficult for them. Their defense, look, their defense is still quality. There's no arguing that. Again, the division they won three years ago was on the heels of that defense more than the offense. And we saw the following year a pure regression because, as we talked about with the Dolphins, it's hard to score points and force turnovers that lead to points at a level like that Bear defense did three years ago. Now, they are a little weaker at cornerback than they've been. Fuller is now gone. It's now Trufant, uh, uh, Desmond Trufant now in that slot. Uh, Jalen Johnson's still there. Uh, that is a question. What is the cornerbacking situation like? Up front seven, they're still very strong. Khalil Mack still an elite pass rusher. Uh, I, I still like their running backs. Roquan Smith, at some point, I think is going to have the huge. Oh my goodness, Roquan Smith is a legitimate top five linebacker in this league season. It hasn't come yet. But and again, they also too they get Akeem Hicks back, which is <laughs> you can't you can't uh, underestimate how big of it uh, of an important. Uh, just having Hicks healthy is for this defense. But in the end here for Chicago, the decision to stick with Dalton too long is what hurts this team. I don't think we're seeing fields until week 11. I think they're going to be a lot more conservative than they, than they should be. And I understand this is a year where Pace and Nagy are both on the hot seat. But there's just something about Andy Dalton that is going to allow him to stay in further. Now, I agree with the point what, I, what Eric Eager said, that Andy Dalton's not the incumbent starter, uh, unlike the Alex Smith-Patrick Mahomes scenario. The one other difference with that is Alex Smith had his best season as a Kansas City Chief that year while Mahomes was waiting in the wings. So this is a little bit of a different situation. Now, if Andy Dalton plays over his head and earns this starting role and sticks in it and the Bears get a reasonable quarterback play out of Andy Dalton, they'll have a real shot to make the playoffs. But I don't think that happens. They stay with Dalton too long. Fields comes in after the bye. He plays well enough. The Bears go over 500 at the end of the season in those last seven games, but it's still not enough because of the bad start. Chicago misses the playoffs, goes 7-10, and 10, and then some very difficult decisions coming for the ownership group in Chicago where you see promise down the stretch from the draft pick that you traded up from in fields, but you had another underachieving season. I wouldn't be shocked if Nagy and, uh, and Pace are Teflon yet again and they both survive even with Chicago missing the postseason here in 2021. Again, intriguing team. The Bears are. Would it shock me if they make the playoffs? No, because that bottom of the NFC, especially now with the extra playoff team, 
those teams, none of those teams are really all that good. Nine and eight probably gets you in this year. So the path is there for the Bears, but they will keep Dalton in too long, and that's why the Bears miss the playoffs and go seven and ten and go slightly under the seven and a half win total. No bets here, just because I think that seven and a half is right. Josh Towers joining us next. We're going to talk NL Cy Young and also to the trade deadline, 48 hours away. That would Towers next here on the Numbers Game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. it right here for more of a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Turn a $1 wager into $100 on if the Cardinals or the Cleveland Indians hit a home run with BetMGM. Just use the bonus code VSIN100 when you sign up for the King of Sportsbooks and get ready for showtime. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details. Make sure you use that promo code VSIN100 it's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to place a wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 
1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text Redline 1-800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. The promotional offer not available in Nevada. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander here on a numbers game on VSIN. And now with us, you hear him on our network on Saturday and Sunday as one of the hosts of VSIN Bet Center from 6 to 9 Eastern Time. Of course, a big leaguer for over a decade. Our guy, Josh Towers, with us right now. Josh, thanks for getting up early with us today. And I want to start with something uh, we talked about with you last night on primetime action, and that is the NL Cy Young race. Uh, right now, Jacob DeGrom's odds have dipped a little bit from when we talked last night. Instead of being minus 1,400, he's now minus 1,000 to win the NL Cy Young. And, Josh, we were talking about this last night because we were still not – we assumed DeGrom's going to come back and pitch again this year. He seems close to a rehab start uh, in the minor leagues. But if he doesn't pitch again, Josh, you're in a camp that you can't give a guy an award who throws under 100 innings in a full season Uh and so you would look elsewhere, and the guy you gave us last night is Freddie Peralta, who currently actually is further up the board at 66-1, to 1, Josh. Are there any concerns, though, with Peralta's innings seemingly being limited moving forward here in Milwaukee? Yeah, I think innings – morning, by the way. I think innings uh, become a big issue with this. Again, if Jacob DeGrom has, you know, 70 less innings or something than somebody else, it's very hard to – I mean, that's a lot of starts. It's hard to give that to, to Jacob at this point with the inconsistencies with being hurt. I mean, I understand his dominance, but it just doesn't work that way. And if you look just on the ERA side of it, the top like five or six guys where you have three Milwaukee Brewers, you have Gosman, you have Walker Bueller. I mean, all the ERAs are respectful from 212 to 231. The inning count from 102 to 128. And I know Peralta's at the 102 mark, but again, it burns Woodruff, Gosman. They all given up 74, 75 hits. Peralta has half as many with 45 hits given up. It's crazy impressive. He has the least amount of runs given up out of all of them. Um, the home runs inflated just a little bit because Corbin Burns is just amazing with the home runs not given up. And then the walks are pretty respectful. The strikeouts are right there. With that. I mean, it just all the numbers are across the board are equal to everybody, and he's given up half of many hits. I just think it's crazy impressive. And I just, I mean, I feel like they're going to, I feel like they're going to cut everybody's innings is what I feel like Milwaukee's is going to do because they're trying to figure out how to win in the postseason where he's failed before. And I don't think Peralta's the only one that's going to be susceptible to this. Right now, uh, if you're looking at uh, at the numbers, Corbin Burns currently the second favorite behind DeGrom at 10 to 1 at Ben MGM. Walker Bueller, Kevin Gausman at 12 to 1. Wheeler in Philadelphia at 18 to 1. And Brandon Woodruff at 20 to 1. Josh, you bring up the Brewers, who, look, they're, they're going to make the postseason. They're going to win the NL Central unless if something really bad happens to them over the last uh, two months of the season. With the trade deadline on Friday, what do you look for the Brewers to do at the deadline to improve their chances? As again, when you have three frontline starters like that, you're a tough out in the postseason, regardless of what your lineup even is. Right. They Again, they've always been built to not win in the postseason, but win in the regular season. And now all of a sudden they're starting to alter that a little bit with these three guys. It's I mean, and, and here's the other thing we've seen lately. They're letting him go six innings, which, he, you know, Council never did that before. And they're starting to let him try to go seven. He never did that before. And if those guys can do that, that bullpen is set up perfectly. So then all of a sudden they become dangerous. And then it's a matter of whether they 
have confidence in that offense. Uh, and it's honestly, it's one of those things too, Jeff, where like, if they can figure out, I mean, and, and the winning is giving Yelich this luxury, but if they can figure out what's wrong with Yelich, and I, I, I mean, it could be an injury thing, but I also, his timing is messed up. Like he just, it's it's a weird thing that I've never seen in this kid before. If they can figure out Yelich with the luxury that they're providing with the division and the separation from now until late September, that's like getting another player back too. That's like getting a big trade in, 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 in the trade deadline because he's just not it right now. So this team is set up. For success, uh, I don't know how many moves they'll really go back out and make. I don't think they'll do too much. I mean, it's not really their M.O. Um, so I think we're pretty much seeing the team that we're going to see. Josh, uh, let, let's go to our weekly question with you of when will the San Francisco Giants slow down? And that answer, uh, at this point, Josh, for me, it, 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 we're at the point where, all right, we're 100 games in. They're 63-37, and 37, the best record in baseball. They beat the Dodgers late again last night with a run in the eighth inning to win 2-1. to one. Uh, And Josh, I, I think we're at the point where, at least for me, I'm at the acceptance point of, uh, of this. Of The San Francisco Giants are not only a th- the, the uh, a legitimate threat to win the NL West, we have to consider them to be a legitimate threat to get out of the National League and, and possibly even win the World Series this year at this point, Josh. It's about time, right? I'm glad you just said the Giants won because it's one of the plays I gave out yesterday. So that's a beautiful thing. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even see that. They uh, Listen, I was an advocate early in the season, man, that it's going to fade. It's going to fade. They have too many guys that they're asking way too much of. Webb's been great last night, but obviously Gosman, uh, Discofani, who I think is throwing today, uh, it's just too many guys. I mean, look, Discovani's 10 and 4 with a 287. It's just so impressive. And then again, the leading of the league in home runs are up there close to the league leading home runs. And all the little things that they've been doing is just been overly impressive to me. And I, I, I thought they'd fade. I mean, honestly, Jeff, I at this point, how can you? There's 100 games in, you're 62 games left. We always have that saying in baseball you're going to win 60, you're going to lose 60. It's what you do with the other 60. Um, They've kind of cushioned that sixty that sixty game blow to where they had the luxury of losing a few, but there's belief now. Um, at this point, it, it's more: can they lose the division? Sure. There, there, there's going to be pressured games that they won last night. That will they be able to win in September and late September? I don't know because the three team race is going on. But at this point, I don't see how they don't make the postseason. And here's the one thing we have to factor in now: is well, if they don't win the division which is a possibility, are they built to win that one game playoff going into the postseason? Like, are, I mean, is he going to let these guys pitch deep? Is he going to pull it? What's he going to do? We don't know that answer. So it gets a little bit tricky with this team. Well, well, Josh, I'm happy you brought up that point because, look, the Giants right now, even though they're three games ahead of the Dodgers and have played the Dodgers really well the last two weeks, winning four out of five here, they're still 2-1 to one to win the division. The Dodgers actually down to minus 190, which is the cheapest price we've seen all year on L.A. to win the West. But you bring up a good point, though. In that single-game wild card, uh, if they match up with San Diego, Josh, Gosman-Darvish probably is your pitching matchup there. I'm not yes. sure how you don't like the Giants in that spot because Gosman, even though he has been shortened at times this year, Josh, he's the one guy who we've seen Gabe Kapler and company actually be willing to push a little bit further. Yeah, again, he's a veteran dude. He's been around. He's been in the postseason. He was with the Orioles, he was with the Braves, and he's figured it out. He's had his lumps, and now he's doing this in a place that's 
it wasn't really expected. Were you just signing here to continue? I mean, it's just amazing what he's doing. You Darvish is always going to be very difficult. I mean, we've seen the ups and downs, but that's the course of a season, and you're always going to have a little bit of faith in him. It's more the coaching matchup. But at that point, I think I think Cap would have to stick with Gosman. And then in San Diego, I think we'd see a quick trigger because that bullpen has been so good. So it's tough. Here's the other thing, real quick. I know we're getting close. Mm-hmm. This is the Dodgers lineup last night. Taylor, Muncy, Turner, Smith, Bellinger, Pollock, McKinney, Rayleigh. I mean, th- that lineup is not going to get it done. And I realize that so many people are hurt. But then you got slow pieces coming back, and you got a little bit of inconsistencies. The Dodgers need to hurry up and, uh, to the best of their ability. Hurry up and get their lineup back that can play – 30 straight games together that can get into rhythm of a whole month going into the postseason, but they can't be adding little pieces and this guy's out and this guy's in a couple of bats here. They can't do that for the rest of the year because if this continues, they're not going to have enough time to make up this gap. Right. And Mookie Betts uh, on the IL with that hip inflammation. So he's going to be out at least for the next eight days uh, for the Dodgers. So again, I, 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 even with all the depth the Dodgers have, it's still a lineup that, uh, again, you're right, not going to get it done if that's what they're going to have to go with moving forward. All right, Josh, one oh, we got one minute right now. Yep. American League, uh, I know last night you uh, told us you like the Astros to still come out, to come out of the American League. Who is that number two team, or excuse me, the Rays, I should say, who's the number two right. team behind the Tampa Bay Rays to you in the American League? To me, it's Houston. Uh, I think at this point in the season, it's Tampa, it's Houston. I'd probably go Boston and then the White Sox. I think the White Sox could easily be a a favorite team over Boston with the the depth that they have where Boston doesn't have it. But I think it's close with the coaching. So to me, it's Houston that's after Tampa. He's Josh Towers. You can get him on the tweets at no, don't Josh. That's just Josh reminding himself, don't tweet. That That's all that Twitter handle is uh, for Josh Towers. Of course, you can find him here on the network. Uh, Beeson Bet Center is when uh, he's on the air, uh, three to uh, six to nine. Um, on the uh, on the weekends for Josh and, of course, the former Major League pitcher as well. Josh, thanks for being with us this morning. Thanks, man. I'll talk to you soon. Of course. Uh we uh we have Wes Reynolds coming up in a moment here. Uh, the Olympic Golf Tournament, and keep in mind here, we're getting your bets in. The Olympic Golf Tournament starts at 4 o'clock in the afternoon today. So you have to be aware of that if you're making your plays. So Wes Reynolds is going to come on next to break down the Olympic Golf Field in Tokyo. He's got, a, got someone who uh, hasn't won much as one of his plays. So we'll break that down. With Wes Reynolds next here on the Numbers Game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.